The Vet are coming to Portsmouth. At The Vet, your pet's health is our first priority. We believe that quality care shouldn't cost you the earth. We're proud to be bringing a new vet experience to the Portsmouth community with our new clinic launch in Portsmouth Retail Park, opening early August. Register now at thevet.co.uk. Oh, it's your fault. <laughs> trying to work all these buttons. Is though, and if there's a huge a pause, I think something's gone wrong or someone's trying to ring me. Because I always listen to podcasts when I'm on my phone. Right. If there's a massive pause, I think, what's happened? No, it's because you ask me questions and everything's going on. I'm trying to program oh, it all Oh, for God's in, so. sake. Stop anyway, being an old Show man. 13 of uh, She Made Me Do It. It's 13. Oh, spooky. It's going to be the lucky stuff, one. Yeah, this will be a good one. I like all that stuff anyway. What, 13s? I like I like anything dark. You know, I always walk, under, I walk under ladders just for the fun of it. Do you? Yeah. Ah, I, 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 I like magpies. I'm like, yeah, come on, bring it on. I told you that when I was talking, we were talking to Peter last week, who was, who was brilliant. Yeah. Um, if you I, haven't I, listened to it, listen to the one under this yeah. one. <laughs> Number 12. Uh, she made me do it podcast. Um, now, yes, he uh, was talking about... A friend person I used to know, if they saw one magpie, they won't come out of the house. Mm. That's weird. I'm I'm a bit more like, bring it on. I'm always Are up you? for a fight, <laughs> even with the unknown, with the supernatural. Yeah, okay. Like, it's unlucky for you, mate. Look me in the eye, magpie. Come on, bring it. I don't want to see you. I don't want to see you. I don't want happiness in my life. I want grief and stress. I'm really happy. Are you? I think it's because I don't believe in any of that. <laughs> <laughs> might, might be my it. phone, head phone. This, is, this jack is rubbish. Hang on. I've, Try that. I've switched. Are you better now? That's so... I just think this is a dodgy desk, I've decided. You can try it on the other side. Um, oh, I don't know. I'm all right. I'm okay. I can't. No, no, I'm saying you, can, you can move your lead to the other side. Yeah, but the lead's not that long. Isn't it? Thank you, Bose, for sending me a brand new lead. But why didn't you bring me a longer one? <laughs> and the dodgy headphones. That, you're uh, right headphones are good. Yeah. Just, you can hear um, me now, then. I think when I'm in the other studio, yeah. it's no problem at all. I think this is a dodgy section. Unless I've done it wrong way round yeah, again. We've been palmed off. You've got your headphones around the right way. Half an hour of production meetings before we go on air would be ideal. Is that working now? Oh. <laughs> oh, is that? It's like working with chimps sometimes, it really is. Talk to me. Right, is that better? I don't know. It's just crack, crack just, on, yeah? Just crack on. That's what we're going to need to as do. As long as everyone else can hear. <laughs> Are you having a good week? I did. I did. So, yeah. I had a lovely weekend. Came yeah. to see you in action, didn't yeah. I? Yeah, I mean, little PDG. So, um, you were at the South Down Country Show. Yeah. So, that means I'd get in the car, not walk. And you went out of town. And come out of town to come find you. Couldn't believe it. So, it was... what's going on there? <laughs> what's going on? Jeez. I really enjoyed it. It's good. Saw sheep and I saw some yeah. ducks and yeah, lots of duck, dogs. Duck, ducks. Lots yeah, it was good. Dogs. And this bloke on a horse, which is like... You like you bigged it up. You said, right, don't go anywhere. Coming on the arena next is this chap. Like, what's his name? Jonathan Marshall. Right. <laughs> oh, you're going to know. It's no. the best thing I've ever seen. It's absolutely amazing. It's like, like out of a Little Britain sketch. Yeah. I'm not. It, it's like this bloke. <laughs> this, <laughs> he's come on. <laughs> me out everyone i am the best ever and he's riding on his pony yeah his horse yeah his white stallion it's a yep. big old horse mm. and he's walking around the arena 
<laughs> and then I'm walking to try and get back to it because I've been had a look around something else and suddenly goes, I can hear him. So yeah, life is short. You might be running up and down on your car every day to the M27 to your office with this air-conditioned office every day. And that's a year gone of your life. Well, stop it. You need to follow your dreams now and be like me. It's like you. Be like me. Right, it's no. like you. That's what, what you say. Yeah, but not if, that. I'm if, not if you're that in a dead bad. end job, leave it and go somewhere else. No, I get that. That's but I'm not saying. sat on a horse. And then and then he's like going, <laughs> he's going to me. And then he's going to me. He's going to everybody's going. So I, I I ended up going to the cast of Game of Thrones, something like that. Didn't he talk about Game? I was, and yeah. I wrote this music. Yeah, he did not write the music of Game of Thrones. No, I kid you he, not. He wrote the music that somebody was actually in it. When he he out. Yeah. And he's like, he's prancing around this arena on this horse <laughs> to this music, which is Game of Thrones. And all he's put in the background is. <laughs> so he's just basically put a clap in the background of Game of Thrones, right? <laughs> and then this yeah. poor girl's come on. That was I thought she was better than him. Little Steph. And, and he's like, yeah, check her out. She's like, I taught her everything she knows. In a year. In a year, that's me. I did all this. It's just the way he was. I just thought I could have just watched him all day. It was amazing. And then he did this thing with a hawk, the peregrine falcon. That's the one. Same yeah. time, bird. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like this bird <laughs> flying around everywhere and going under the. That was impressive. That was yeah. it. Joe, you know what he's impressive. What he does. It's just his his showmanship. Not his delivery. It's mm. it's just like something out of a little. Everyone's crying. Why? Because he, he tells a story. I was crying with laughter. <laughs> you were harsh. Everybody around the thingy, but there was loads of people crying because he, he tells the story of the horse. Oh, I missed that bit. Yeah, you missed that bit. What's up with the horse? Well, he saved it from being killed. Got some more glue. Yeah, yeah. Goes to a little factory around the corner. He, um, he said, because the horse has got little marks all over it where it's been scarred. Oh. See? So you missed all that. I did. And then you th- you'd probably think better of him. No, he's hilarious. I, 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 I want to be his friend. Yeah, he's Because he's now. brilliant. He's brilliant. And then, at the <laughs> and then we walk around the corner. He's with his horses. It looks great. And he's there signing posters. Five pounds. Five pounds signing poster. You want a poster? And I've signed it. Five pounds. Yeah. Cure people. Do you know why? Because he's trying to bring some other horses from this encampment. That oh, have okay. Been, that have been uh, maltreated. So there is a nice part to it, apart from you taking the biscuit. I'll defend you, Jonathan. I like you. He was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Tightest trousers, I think. I think that's what the women were involved. Tightest trousers, I think I've ever seen. He was anyone. like a Disney prince. Yeah. If you could, des- if yeah. you could describe a Disney prince on a horse, dressed like how he was and everything. Yeah. Without the helmet, horse hat. Free spirit called. show, it's called. Yeah. No, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen, Jonathan, it's. I don't agree with anything she says. I loved it. I'm not. No, no don't. Yeah. I loved no, it. I'd give it a nine out of ten. You didn't take the biscuit. Just so funny. No. No. Best thing I've ever seen in my life. Taking the biscuit. <laughs> so we've fallen out. I held. He said to me when he came in, right? You held his what? Yeah, hey, I held his falcon. As he called it. Did you? Yeah, he said hold this, and it was just that peregrine no. falcon was on a stand, and it was he had it out on, so he couldn't see me. We look at his feet and his beak, and I thought I could take my eye out. No, I know. We we went Whoa. to this really dodgy zoo once in Tenerife. Yeah. And it was like one of those falcon shows and you could hold it. This thing attacks me. 
I had scratches all over my chest. <laughs> and all the kids were doing laughing, taking pictures. I'm oh. like, I'm getting attacked by this thing. I've probably got rabies now. And you're like just taking pictures. <laughs> That'll learn you, Mum. Get you back. That was fun. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah they're is, terrifying. Um, they're heavy and all. Yeah, heavy enough, I thought it would be. But, um, I think I've got no, scars fantastic. on my tits because of one. I'm Do you know how much they are? Peregrine falcons. Oh, no, 20 quid. No. <laughs> I thought that was. I don't know. Let me have a proper guess. Go on. 1,200 quid. Higher. Well, he's told you this, isn't he? No, two people have told me that. Well, what is it then? 30 grand. No No, way! Because they're an endangered species. So nobody can you can get them as if you promise to. Is there an endangered species? Why has he got it flying around a blooming? Because it's part part of the act to educate people. That's what it comes under it. So you can get for an education license. You can say, "Oh, I'm using this because of doing this." And, and they da, da, da. enjoy it because they're doing stuff. Yeah, and it keeps them active and, and all that kind of stuff. And he yeah. has the welfare around his house. I think he, every this month. bird was flying like you yeah. know, like check me out. <laughs> and it's going between the horse's legs for what about under a mile an hour? Crazy. It was amazing. That was that was very impressive. I just yeah. think the whole thing was just. I'm glad, I'm glad I went because it made my weekends. That's all yeah, I'm saying. You saw a man in a tight pair of trousers acting like a Disney prince. <laughs> <laughs> acting like something. <laughs> so if you are around the area, Jonathan, uh, he may be the, <laughs> he may be at the rural show next week. Yeah, if they if pay they him. him. If they He's like, him. He said, I don't, I, it's his big massive speech about, I don't like money, money is just evil, and I hate thinking about money, and then he's not coming because we can't afford him. <laughs> <laughs> I think Heaven's going to try and work on it. Oh, God, but she's yeah. little minx. She, yeah, she's a little twinkle in her eye. It's my Jonathan <laughs> Binet, yeah, she said. Anyway, we're going to talk about something else in a minute. You want to talk about fashion, don't you? I know. I, I just thought it was funny. I've got a clue about fashion. No, anyway. no, no, no. You have. You have just I? don't realise it. Here we go. Hounds. A tailored combination of barbering and hairdressing techniques within exquisite creative space in Southsea, brought to life by art and music. Hounds Ethos is by combining friendly customer service with a passion for providing an enjoyable hair experience people will want to come back time and time again. Find us on Facebook at Hounds Barbers or on Instagram at Hounds underscore Barbers. For more information, try the website houndsbarbers.com. Come and get a haircut, snippity snip. Clippity clip. They have to wait for me to finish my snip. Clippity clip, snippity snip. I was, I just decided I think you bring the worst out in me. It's Gemma. not my fault. You do. You anyway. bring the worst out. I'm crying. <laughs> she may be doing a podcast. Uh, if you'd like to get involved, she may be doing a podcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah. So that, that was the Petersfield show. There's some other bits and bobs in there, though. It was nice. Yeah. It was, and the weather held off, so that was cool. Oh, I don't care about the weather. I'd rock, rock up, whatever. Yeah. I just. What else was there that really made me giggle? <laughs> Pete um, Crew. <laughs> little P, little P diddly. Yeah, it was good. Um, who else did it? Um, I was trying to, during the weekend, the, I don't know if you saw it, uh, Dampneys they were called, the gin people, who did like raspberry vodka. Oh yeah, and, I had a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I was trying to get as many freebies as possible that we could make a bottle. <laughs> oh, you naughty boy. But was it all mixed together? No, 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 I just kept going up for raspberry rum. That's why he said the raspberry rum is really popular. This this thing you just yeah. get it, and other people get it. Yeah. Should have told me I'd have got you a bit. Yeah. So we, all we had was about a quarter bottle that we gave wow. to the sound man. Oh, um, that's so to, cheeky. I said this is for you. Happy Christmas. <laughs> 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 Come down and work your magic. Yeah, go look after him. So we're doing, doing um, fashion now. Yes. I don't know anything about that. You do. I don't. You do. You do. You do. You do. I wanted to like 
go back like to when you were like i don't know when did you first think i'm going out i want a new shirt do you know what i mean when Uh, like your mum has stopped I'm just probably still does buy it now. Like, could look at you. Like, today you're in your Fred. You're in Fred Perry, right? Yeah. Cool. What jeans you wearing? What uh, you got on? Levi's. Levi's. Cool. You probably got what you got Nikes. Oh yeah. no, you got a bit of little. Hey, you got a little boaty shoe. I've got Timberland. Do you know what? So <laughs> you say you don't know about fashion, but actually you've got it all sorted. I've got brands on. And you've got like I would say it's like a peachy salmon. Salmon, but it's not really salmon. It's, Cal- it's, coral. A, it's like a a darker. Yeah. So I mean, so and did you put all that together, or did you yeah. see what I mean? Like walking apart because you're creative. Because you're cre- do you like shopping or not? No. When you're in the mood, when you have got money. If I've got money, which you... hasn't happened in about no. the last yeah. twenty-five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, if I do, I can, I can, yeah, I can spend easy. Yes, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. If you're a creative person, like I was yeah. told this the other day by my friend who is the um, graphic design teacher at Portsmouth Grammar School. Oh, hello. So she knows her shiz. <laughs> hey, posh. No, she's not really. But she's so basically, she said, if you're a creative person, mm-hmm. you can shop because you know how to put something together oh, and right. you're, you're, you know, colour, you know what colours go together. You know, if you're not a creative person, you hate shopping. Ah. Because if you're a creative person, you'll go in there and you'll think of ideas for other things as well. Like you'll look at the branding, right. you'll like that branding, you'll like this, you'll like that, you'll, like that. you'll look at it for different reasons. So you okay. enjoy doing it, but f- probably for loads of other things going on in your head. Right. That's so quite interesting. So going back. Yeah. Your mum's obviously, your mum has dressed you how she's wanted you to be looked for so many years. And then it's time stepped up. How did you progress from that to, you know, your first going out? I I remember going to Shirt King. Shirt King? Shirt King was in uh, Commercial Road. Uh, On the the old market. There used to be a car park. There used to be Robert Yeah, Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, but Charlotte Street. Yeah. It used to be before the Cascades was built. The underground thing. Yeah, by the tricorn. And they had, on um, the corner of that, opposite the, on the, the corner. The one-legged jockey was in there as well. Yeah, but this is opposite. Okay. So there was a, a big... Leather a shop, Mr Clive. Mr Clive, opposite there was a place yeah. called Shirt King. And okay. they used to have all their clothes on hangers on the outside. Oh, so it was quite easy to you to... And what was it? What was it, quite a good dollar? Didn't cost a lot? No, it was quite very, very cheap prices. Okay. <laughs> so what, how old do you reckon you were? I don't know, about 15, I suppose. Yeah, so what did yeah. you get? Like a bit of pocket money, go down and get what you want? I was working. Of course. So, you were yeah. at school, were you? <laughs> no, I didn't go to school much, no, so I was working. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I used to get my wages, I think it was on about £10 a week. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so then I used to go and buy what I wanted. Nice. And then go out. Yeah, so you see what mm. I'm saying? I think, um, and I think back then, I remember I'm slightly younger than you. Yeah, slightly. Just we were about just, six years younger, aren't we? Not yeah. So I'd be, I'd be like coming up. So yeah. when I was nineteen eighty eight, nineteen eighty seven is when I sort of like fifteen, sixteen, and it was more the hip hop stuff. Ponchos. Everybody was wearing ponchos in there. Oh god, yeah, like raves, raves. Because it was cold at raves, everyone yeah. needed to keep warm. Yeah. But um, I remember I was. I know you hate them, but I was so into the Pet Shop Boys. They were cool. They were cool. I loved them. I know it's not your thing. A bit wet oh, for you. Oh. It's a bit nothing, yeah. but I, I love it. And I was, I had to, I remember going when I was like 14, 15 with my mate going into Soho to find the boy shop to get the boy hat. There was only right. one shop boy yeah. at the time. So I found that and then got the boy hat. Mm. And then um, that went, that went missing. <laughs> but, and then obviously all the hip hop stuff. So I had my, um, and then I felt like in Portsmouth, because I felt I dressed slightly differently, because I, I was a bit of a fly girl, run DMC, yep. port pie hat, 
um, knee-high socks, a bit like, you know, the Pepsi and Shirley look? Yes. Ra-ra skirts, that yeah. sort of thing. And then I remember once, that's how I used to dress. My boyfriend dumped me because I didn't look normal. <laughs> <laughs> and then he went out with some really boring-looking dresser. I'm like, oh, whatever. Whatevs. Oh, come in here with your multicoloured farers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the pasties and yeah, the... Yeah, Yeah, no, I suppose ours is... Um, and then I just went, I don't know, you just get old and you just sort of, what can I right, wear? Right, so, but I still feel... Oh, oh I'm, I'm, I'm going to write down so I don't forget. No, do it, just tell me. <clears throat> right, okay, <laughs> so what age is it, or, or what's acceptable that you wear something that my age that 17-year-olds are wearing? I don't think it's a problem. Ready? I don't think it's a problem if you do... Right, so this is my issue. It, the sun hits Portsmouth or the south. Yeah. And... 40-year-old men do not know what to wear. Yes. They just they seem to wear these cargo shorts with pockets everywhere, like down to their, over their knee. Yeah, yeah. Over their knee. Yeah. Like stupid sort of like hiking boots. down. Yeah, 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 yeah. and like yeah. some weird T-shirt. Like, you all turn into like, you turn back into looking like a five-year-old. Yeah. That, and, and there's so much, like we've got so, there's so much, now there's so much, pro- you can just easily go on the internet and look for like, on Instagram, you can see yeah. what to do and what to look at. Yeah. But I feel like if, I don't know, I think if you rock it and you want to, like, look at Dolly Parton. Have I mm. talked about Dolly Parton before and the way she dresses? Yes. So you know why? Because she was the town prostitute. <laughs> but it's her style, isn't it? Yeah. So I think if you've got a style and you can rock it and you look you look like, you know, I just say, I think I now, I can't wear a miniskirt for obvious reasons. I've given it up. Because I'm 46, my legs will like, look like bloody big fat. Um, what's orange peel cellulite so I don't care but I don't think anyone else needs to see it <laughs> do, you see, yeah. do you see what I'm saying yeah, so I'm yeah. probably less likely to wear stuff that shows off my butt unless it's in the bedroom <laughs> hey, hey that's a whole different podcast yes we know about the toys after darks um, <laughs> <laughs> broken again yeah, um, yeah. So. so and I think that because um, I, I always like Adidas gazelles yeah so they're always. cool But but now I can't. So I've got an original pair. I've told you, no, yeah, I've, yeah. I've never worn them. Yeah. Because they've got a different logo to anything oh, else. Oh, nice. So I can't wear them. Well, don't wear them now. I'll just. No, I'm just going to get buried them. in them. Flog. Are you going to bury them? Really? Yeah. Fair enough. That's the only time I'm going to wear them as well. You're, not, I'm, you're I'm getting murdered. buried or you're getting cremated? Uh, I thought it was cheaper. I don't think I'd I'm rather. Going, I'm going underground anyway, so it don't matter where I, I go. I think I'd rather be cremated. I said to Chris the other day, I said um, about... Right, this is cake and a turn. <laughs> what are you going to wear? Fashion? What's going to be in your coffin? Yeah, I, um, I said about uh, whatever's cheaper. But then the, if you get buried, the ceremony is longer. So I want more people to pay, you know... No, you have a wake, respect. don't you? You have a wake. Yeah, but I want, I want a like, three-day wake. People like crying. Oh, I think I just so, want to, like, I don't know, I think of something yeah, like going into the burning ring of fire or something i don't know i find it's a nice fun- i want a funny tune going in that no one's expecting yeah i've got mine chosen oh no one knows it's a no, secret no no, no, no no someone does and, okay um, that, that'll be it but going on to things like uh, i bought a pair of shoes the other day i managed to get them and they're original feelers oh um, oh that's so uh, they're all the rage at the minute yeah but but because no, they're 80 else pounds now for a pair of feelers i'd get a pair for ruby's birthday 80 pounds mine were, mine were 130 so you're not so you're not shy of buying a bit of fashion. It was Christmas, so it was like, why not? So yeah, Chris said, look, you know, just Treat if you yourself. want them, just get them. Yeah, I've never them. seen them. 
I'll never, I'll never bring them out. Well, because you just put them in a glass box, put them on mantle. Uh, just a homage. So you see, do you see what I'm saying? You saying I don't know about fashion, but actually that's a load of bullshit. Yeah, because it? I've always liked them, I've always wanted them. <laughs> and when great. I used to work in London, we used to, because like, they were so popular up there, I don't think they ever caught So what they look like? They're like a little, like a hiking boot. So like they're a, the, a lower. Are they the high top? No, they're low. They're really low suede. And, but they're feeler. Yeah. But they're trainers. They're called trailblazer. Okay, I'll have to Google it. Yeah. So when, when you um, <laughs> when, when I was working in London, we used to sell them at the back of the van because they were so popular. They never got into the shop. People would come up and oh, just demand to see them. Oh, that sounded well dodgy. Yeah. So, well, so basically, you just the van would pull up. Everyone want them, and you would just just get the till out roll. Yeah. Not do, you're not doing the Dell boy. Yeah, out the back of the van. and they didn't, even, they didn't even try them on. They just wanted them. And they come in a variety of different colours. What year was um, that? Oh, eighty. No, so it's probably about nineteen ninety one. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I was one of these, and then when I wore them. I said, look at these. Christmas Day. People are laughing. What? Like who? So where, where are you going? Who though? What were they wearing? What? Do you see what I'm saying? Right. Who was laughing at you and what the hell do they have? Because well, they've got the standard Adidas gazelles. Bullshit. A uh, pair of Cargo uh, shorts. <laughs> no, none of them. A uh, pair of jeans and then, uh, say, a Fred Perry top or a uh, you know, Lacoste top or something like that. Yeah, but I don't think anyone should laugh at you if that's what you want. Just, I think these boots are amazing. Well, they, well if you love them, they make you feel good, then bloody rock care. them. I don't care. Yeah, no, totally. Like totally. That's the way it You're is. not shy of getting laughed at. Ooh, I don't know. You know. Look at me. You have, he needs to take the piss out. Um, yeah, so I'm just, I just really, really pleased that I got them. That's good. Yeah, I'm very happy. There you go. I no. don't think I've ever had like an item. I'm trying to think what item. Oh, Joe. Okay, I have. And I, and I feel sick that I actually got it and feel like now I put... My, my addiction is designer handbags. Really? Which is bloody nightmare. It's a nightmare. They're like 800 mm. plus pounds. I've got some that aren't so much money. <laughs> but I just feel like I am. I love handbags. Yeah. I've got so many handbags. And the one I've got, the, one of my best ones was one that... Charged, like we, we, made, we used to make quite a lot of money back in the day doing property. And he just bought himself a season ticket. And I was like, get yourself a season ticket. Well, you get me. And he went and bought me a Dior handbag. All right. But it's a John Galliano one, one of the originals. And it's yeah. worth more money now than it... Yeah, yeah. So what sometimes it's, sort of it's investment. Worth, I can see that. Yeah. 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 So sometimes, obviously, I've ruined it. So it's not as good as it should have been. <laughs> should have like just used it a couple of times and kept it clean. I might have to get it. I could probably get it cleaned. But yeah. I, so, I, I can sort of understand the, the, the passion with bags because I really like bags, not handbags. Yeah. But I, I like the old, like the the record bag that used to have. Okay. Like yeah. That kind of stuff, and I, yeah. I really like the. Um, uh, you know, the satchels are coming back, and I think they're quite cool. Yeah. Because um, they they suit an age. Yeah. <laughs> So I've got it. a little story, but I don't know if I should tell it. Go on. I don't think I'm going to. I think well, I'm going to have to tell you later. It's really right. bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a fashion one. I don't know. And I said to Chris the other day about um, how do you dress when you're my age? There isn't sort of like guidelines to sort of say, you know, because women sort of say, oh, well, this is acceptable to right. wear that. And then when you get older, is it acceptable to have really, really long hair when you're old? Well, this this is it. I'm going, I've got... Had, I've had red dark hair for twenty years, yep. and now I'm so grey. I've got so much grey coming in <laughs> that I know I've got dark roots at the minute. But I'm trying to go light, so okay. back to blondes. Right. But obviously, to go back to blondes, I've got I've got bright orange hair at the minute. I've got like copper hair. I look like a carrot top. And the problem is at the moment where my hair is so bright and coppery. I love it, but I've got no clothes that go with it. Because I've got a lot of pink in my wardrobe, so nothing right. goes. So I'm like, oh, God, this is ridiculous. So I've got to try and get it out as quick as I can. So, you go, you, so throughout the year now, you're going to go lighter, 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 yeah, lighter. Yeah, till hopefully by Christmas, I'll be, I want to be like a pale, you know, like old women rinses, pale pink. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I love all that. Right. Okay. Yeah, so that's where I'm progressing to. But right. yeah, so I don't know. I think maybe when you have really long hair, like some ladies look amazing with long hair, but I think I think it gets to a point if you have grey hair, if it's longer, it just doesn't look in good condition. So that's mm. why you cut it. But you don't need to cut it short like they do. Yeah, but then again, I think it looks a bit more classy when you can see like an older lady with a sort of a bobby but, haircut. But a really good cut. I yeah. think you go for a good cut and yeah, not worry so much. But I think as well is that um, you see older people now, as they grow, like we saw old people, they're always in their shirt and tie mm. and booted yeah. and suited and booted. Yeah. Because if you think when they're in their 20s and 30s, that's how they dress all day long. Mm. So that's how they know to dress, right? Yeah. So now if you're walking along the pavement, you see an older person now, they're more like to be in like a trackie. Yeah, I know. Because it's how they've always dressed. And yeah. obviously as we're getting older, they're getting older. It's just, it's just just evolving, isn't it? You don't yeah. see the shirt and tie and the... No, because it used to be uh, like a jacket and a jumper <laughs> yeah. with a tie underneath yeah. and a shirt. smart. Yeah, so you think, oh. But I do love it, smart. I do feel like, you know, if you're going out somewhere, make an effort. Like, you go to the theatre even, mm. people are rocking up in their, like, tracksuits and their joggers, oh. and it's just rubbish. No, because sometimes, you know, you only get every now and again to get to go out. Yeah. So when you do, you should, you know, you should enjoy it more. And it's I feel like, like it's respect... tomorrow. Is it? Yeah. So three... It's four. Four years? Yeah. So where are you going to go? So we're, we're having a laugh tomorrow. What are you going to do? We're going down a fair. Yeah, which one? Uh, South Sea. Okay, nice, one. yeah. We're going to have um, uh, fish and chips. Yeah. And then we're going to go and sit down the beach and play the two-ping machines. Oh, lovely. Are you having fish and yeah. chips in the new pier? Yeah, so we're going to have a laugh. At the end? Yeah. With the chandeliers? Might do. It's very nice. Yeah, so that's what we're going to do. I, just, <laughs> I said to her, like, what we're going to do, we're going to go out for a meal and stuff, and she said, I fancy doing something different. So I thought, right, love two P machines. Oh, brilliant. So addictive. And you get good toys down here. <laughs> you do. <laughs> you think you've got to get all the tickets now? You collect the tickets. Oh, don't they do the, the key rings through the thingy? Oh, yeah, you can, if, they, if, they, if you, they land inside when you're on the yeah. drop-down thing. But yeah. then you also, other machines, if you haven't got, because you will, you'll get in there and the basketball will be calling you. Do you know what I mean? It'll be there. Do you a little secret? <laughs> you got a high can, score of you. Yeah, because I, I can actually reach the basket. <laughs> just plonk. So, so plonk. Just lead across. <laughs> I'm genius, honestly. So you'd be able to get a good ticket price. I get, I used to get yeah. a really good ticket. Yeah, when I go down with my daughter, she says, oh, go on, Dad. So I, I, want, I, want, and... I want the dog that looks like a pug in the, in oh, the yeah. hat. I want that 70-foot bloody t- cuddly toy over there oh, no. oh god you got yeah. them at home time to deal with oh, just, it's right on the dump they are <laughs> so sad <laughs> so we were talking about fashion yes I, I, so I, sorry, back sorry. in so going out I feel like also if you're going out to some show or I feel it's a little bit disrespectful if you don't dress up yeah. to the cast I don't know am I, am I on my own there no but if you go to somewhere nice like so the King's Theatre is beautiful it's beautiful yeah and if you go to that village up the road they're the Mayflower the, yeah that's lovely. quite nice yeah Chichester so, Festival Theatre you know, dress up yeah, I think, I think so. Because all the time you just wear the same old clothes, don't you? Yeah, and so the thing no is difference. as well that I don't have best. Right. So I would come, even if I was like, come in, say I'll come see you, do this, or go on the radio and then go off and do meetings. So I'm all, I always wear my best dresses. Yeah, so same all the way through. Yeah, so going out, something special, it's right. a nightmare. Yeah. What, oh, then, I've already worn my ball dress this week. <laughs> Should I take the kids to school? <laughs> what should I do? Yeah, school run. <gasps> school run back, back in the soon. day. I don't do school run anymore because my kids are too old. But And Ruby won't let me hold her hand on the way home anymore. No, much. <laughs> so like fun. 14, so 13, fun. you know. Um, so the school run, you used to rock up in the school run. I have always have my hair done, makeup done, done. Some women would rock up with like 
tits hanging out, you know, like under the, you know, when you don't have a bra on. Yeah. And um, really, really looking really rough. Like, why? So You're now, a pretty girl. Why have you done that? Yeah. So now it's, e- it's easier because they can just wear the onesie. Oh, God, why would you walk around in a onesie? Look, I'm going to get hate mail for this, but I just can't. Unless you're a little five-year-old child, why are you wearing a onesie? Yeah. Unless you've got one. I was going to say, sometimes if it's pouring with rain outside and you want a day in watching movies and eating popcorn I would still like wear a nice tracksuit. I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah, I would get out. I would get dressed. I wouldn't. I can't stand that. I can't, what I can't understand is, I mentioned it before, ages ago, we did a thing, where you drive along the road and there's mums dressed as antelopes and lions <laughs> and tigers and giraffes, all that kind of stuff. And you drive along, it's like being the Serengeti. And you just think, <clears throat> okay. Yeah, oh, school but run then, in but the then they'll go there and then they'll go shopping. In it. Because when you just go down Comical Road, yeah. it used to be, I think, what is going on? Oh, no. Mm, scratch card. And then, and then just hygiene, like, you know, brush your, te- <laughs> brush your teeth. Have a little wash every now and again. Especially if you're going into a crowd. This is one of my, you know, I'm always mm, moaning. moaning about crowds. It's like, there's always someone with really bad breath. Like, they just stink. Or just stink. Just, oh, oh, imagine when you have to work with someone that smells. I remember mm. once I was a manager of um, of an estate agent and everyone was complaining. Just well, poor girl, obviously, wasn't great. And I had to go and talk to her about it. It was like, oh, it's the worst thing. So embarrassing, isn't mm. it? I think it's different from men because you just go up and go, you stink, sort yourself out. Really, though? And go home. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. We used to have one bloke who used to run to work oh, every day. What? And then just sit in it? And just sit in it. Oh, it's just not. And just go, good. mate, sort it out. And then where we were working, next door, they had a shower. So okay. he used to come into work and then he'd go next door and have a shower and then come back in. That's just great. That was all like, right. have a, like two minutes, have yeah, a shower. That's what I need to do. So there it's you are. Bar of soap, 30p. It's like, it's, there's no excuses. It's not 19 We'll send century. you some. We'll send you some. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so what we're going to do, we've done with fashion because I don't know anything about fashion. But I think you do. So really? rest, yeah, I think you always look good. So I think, you know, mm. end that. But yeah, I think so. If anyone's got any views about our, obviously, um, yeah. Do you feel the same way? Yeah. Do you think it's acceptable to go to the school run in a onesie? Yeah. Like, this is your child looking at you, you know? Well, so, so my, my two things would be, what does a 50-year-old man wear? Is yeah. cardigans and polo and all no. the rest of it? And also, uh, ladies who are, say, about 60, 70, is it acceptable for them to have really, really long grey hair? Because whenever I see one of them, I think, oh, they, you know, there's like um, dream catchers. <laughs> Those things that hang from the ceiling. Just, just smarten up. Yeah. So just what do you do? Do you cut your hair off and then just sort of go, this is going to be the new me? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Works for me, anyway. <laughs> right, so we've got a lovely interview coming up uh, with our lovely people down there at the vet. And the other day I caught up with the wonderful Claire, and uh, who's the business manager, talking all things about the brand new store that's opened. I'm with Claire Chapman, who's the business manager for the vet, the brand new store that's just opened up here in Portsmouth. Good morning. Good morning, Darren. Now, tell me about the vet, what makes it so special? What's, what's, why, should, why should people start coming to this place here over in Cosham? Okay, so um, the vet's really special because what we do is offer a low-cost service, um, but very high-quality veterinary staff and nurses and in a state-of-the-art facility. So we have um, six consulting rooms. We have one that is specifically for cats so that we can make sure that it is as stress-free as possible for when they visit. Um, We have two operating theatres. We have an X-ray room and a dental facility. So we're really set up to deal with the the cats and dogs and rabbits of Portsmouth and make sure that they have a really good experience when they come through to the vet. Now, I know this from, from, uh, from first hand about the quality of the service, because obviously with my, my Frank, 
You mentioned there about, about good quality service. How important is it to have good customer service here in Portsmouth? I think it's important for everybody to have good quality customer service. You know, any time you go and choose to get your credit card out and pay for something, you should be receiving the best service. And that is whether you are um, a lowly paid um, person or a millionaire there should be no difference you know it's the pet that's important and therefore we don't distinguish between the both we've tried to actually create a service where everybody can afford to bring their animals here get good quality veterinary care and what we hope to do is encourage people actually to bring them for preventative so even if you don't think there's anything wrong with your animal you should bring them in for checks anyway and when you know that the price isn't going to break your bank we hope that what that will enable us to do is to identify any problems earlier and therefore anything that is caught can be treated and therefore it's a lot cheaper to treat something that's caught earlier and it's less um, stress to your pet as well because they can't tell you when they're ill so it's really up to the professionals to be able to tell you when their animal needs treatment. Now the the opening room uh, as you walk into the vet is split into two different sections. Explain why that is. Yeah, so we have a very large reception area, which is quite unusual for veterinary clinics, but um, we perceive that there is a real difference between bringing a cat and a dog here. It can be a very stressful um, uh, process for both animals, but if we can separate them, we have put in a separate cat waiting area and dog waiting area. Um, Within the cat waiting area, we have a higher table with some stools around it, so you can actually put your cat carrier up high, and that should mean that the cat feels less stressed when they're here. And then the dogs are right down the other end of the room, and hopefully therefore away from the cats and not barking at them if they're feeling particularly stressed. Go back to the the original ethos of uh, of the vet. How was it started and who started it? So the vet was started by Jaden Baldwin, who was um, a veterinary nurse, and she basically thought, I can do it better and I can do it cheaper. And that's the basic ethos of this company, is that we just believe we can offer better service to people at prices they can afford. And we look throughout the company as, how can we always improve? We really believe strongly in change. We don't just accept the status quo. We say, what can we do different? And not just for the animals and their owners, but for our staff, because staff are really important as well. And we want to make sure that they have happy working lives, because then we know that our customers are going to have a happy experience when they're with us. Now you also offer tours, um, which, which I've just been on, and, and it's fascinating, absolutely fascinating. Uh, why is it important to show to uh, you know, the public, come and have a look around before you bring your dog or your cat or your rabbit or your gerbil or your hamster? So I think what's um, important about that is that people don't often get to see behind the scenes Mm. and we are a fabulous facility. You know, there's a lot of square footage with a lot of amazing things that we would like to be able to show people. The busier we get, the harder it's going to be just from the point of view of when we're operating and if we've got a lot of dogs um, moving in and out of our prep room, um, it means that this is a really good time now. If people are interested to come and have a look, we can give them a tour and we can really show them what the clinic's all about. And the most important thing, where can people get hold of you? So you can find us online at thevet.co.uk forward slash Portsmouth. Anybody who registers gets a £5 credit off their first visit. And we're located on the A27 opposite the Aldi, very close to the Tesco's North Harbour. All the best to you, Claire. Good luck. Thank you very much, Darren. Well, I'll be there. Yeah, you will I'll be I'll be with you. That's the lovely uh, Claire, uh, business manager <laughs> from The Vet. I went there yesterday. Yes, Wonderful. So did Wonderful. I. Wonderful. Wonderful place and lovely people. Yeah, it's really, really nice. lovely. Yeah. Especially when you say you've got to look after your pet, and it's quite other places that you know it's really dear to just walk in the door. And it, it stinks. It, well, other oh, the places, place, yeah, yeah, they always stink a bit. But it's I think really this is really lovely. Yeah, really good. The dog, I took three dogs in yesterday, and they were really chill. Well, obviously, Greg the pugs and lunatic, but hmm. like um, Dexter was having his final checkup. Oh, and um, to like sign him off. Luckily, and um, he was just lying there chilled, <laughs> just, just, <mellow. laughs> just chilling. You know, yeah. yeah. 
You had to get filmed, like thermometer going up his butt. You weren't happy about that going on the internet. He's but been you watching know. his dad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. They're lovely people and they're very, very friendly. Recommend them highly. Yeah, I always think that when I walked in there, it was. Um, they saved me £4,000. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I can't believe that. <laughs> they were talking about that yesterday. Oh, they were they? Was, yeah, and the other person, the other vet was talking about that. Yeah. Um, but I always felt that whenever you walked into other vets, they always thought that it was pound signs first. Care second. Yeah, no, they're very like when Dexter was poorly, they spent about a good forty minutes mm. on him, and they walked him round, and and I'm thinking, you never get that, do you? you don't no. really get that. But they only charged the first fee. Yeah, I think mine was about twenty quid. I think I paid when they looked at Frank. Yeah, so that was, was amazing. I was yeah. also expecting this was going to cost your some. coffee bill, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was it. And they said, no, no, that's it. And then we'll, we'll, we'll get him back. We'll do some others. Well, unfortunately, he didn't, didn't make it. But um, yeah, it was very, very good. So we like them. Hello to the vet. To the vet. Yeah. And please, please go down and support we'll have to dedicate this episode to lovely Frank. Yeah. Oh, bless him. Um, right, so <laughs> Twitter moans. I've got to do this, haven't I? You know, I haven't done. I haven't done a thing. <laughs> I've got, got everyone else, but I haven't done this. Now we're going to do Twitter it. Twitter trends, Twitter trends, Twitter trends, Twitter trends, Twitter trends, Twitter trends, Twitter trends. Go! Still, still hard to do. I still can't do it. Twitter trends, Twitter trends. I'm tongue-tied. Even Peter last week couldn't do it. He looked at me like I was an idiot and went, oh, I can do this. Yeah. He didn't do it. He went, I said, go on then. And he went, Twitter. I know, it's tricky. And he works with a big G upstairs. It does. So there you are. We're connected now. We've got God in our side. <laughs> uh, right, so moan then. Yeah. So why, why, why? Tell me why. Tell me why about your moan. I'm interested. I'm intrigued. Okay. Uh, Premier League football. Okay. Who I'm not got any interest in whatsoever. All right. Don't that care. surprises me. Or you'd no. like Pompey. Yeah. Cause well, it, but they get into Premiership. You'll be interested. I don't know if I will. Cause oh, the bo- shut football, up. Football's boring. So anyway, um, the Premier League now wants to do, if it's possible, um, and it's all money orientated. Because that's what it is now. Business. Yeah. Uh, they want to send a each club, as they want to send over to America to play one of their league games in America. Right. Why? Because they just want to tap into the American market. So so rewind and explain more. I don't get what you're saying. So what, what they want to do is say Burnley versus West Ham. Yes. On, during a normal fixture. They yeah. then want to send them to, over to Florida. To or play the game. To play the game. Or to Miami or to New so York. So they'll or, have to go all the way to America. Yeah. Just to play their league game, yeah, to get noticed. Yeah, so the, so then the Americans buy into the Premier League market, and then there's more money comes across to the Premier League. I sort of get it because there's no money in Europe at the minute. Brexit, all political. Oh, it's all she went there. I definitely feel like <laughs> I think we should definitely do more business with America mm. because it's so much easier. Really, I don't know. I don't know the business side of it. Well, because just... of because of what's going on with the EU mm. and that way. Yeah. Every, more Britain, if Britain does more business with America, it makes sense because it brings more money back into the UK. Ah, but I saw a fact the other day about, we never talked moaning about, um, we talked to Peter about uh, Twitter and how we, people can have a go. Yes. Because the bloke, the, the Tory said, this is fantastic because we do deal more with America than we do with the EU. Well. It's not right. It's not lie. yet. It's not right. It's not yet, but I think um, we're getting loads and loads of more brands coming in from America to the UK. Yeah. And I think it's because it's easier to ship in and, and do things. But deals. you're talking about a country that introduced us to uh, Trick or Treat and love Prom. Love Trick or Treat and Love and Prom. prom night. Love, I love all that. Go away. Don't like prom, it. Prom, so Prom Night's huge now. So that's another. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah but the thing is, you're a DJ, so you should capitalise on this. No, I don't do that. Don't do that age group. No, can't stand them. <laughs> what? Larry. Well, cause, cause, really? <laughs> yeah, if you it's get big someone money. Who's, um, if you get someone who's 16, they think they know the world. Okay, right. And they're a bit... 
and you know, on a sauce. Yeah. Because they yeah. are. Oh, yeah. Because they get it in. Yeah. Uh, you just end up dealing with a load of dins. Yeah. But as a so- I'm a socialist, as you know, <laughs> and say, for example, our city has senior school six. Maybe that's six. probably around six. No. Around, r- roughly. No, yeah, yeah. Approximate. No, year 11, isn't it? They leave. Year 11. Approximately. Yeah. We've probably got a few more. And um, they've all got, I don't know, 300. The state school, you've probably got 300 kids and seniors. Yeah, must do. I suppose in that final year. In that final, yeah. And then you've, so you think about the industry of it, the hairdressers, the makeup artists, the dresses, the florists, the photographers, the DJs, the room hire, the... If you imagine, that is a whole mm. load of other income coming in to those things that probably, if we didn't have prom, wouldn't have it. Do you think of it as money going around in Pompeii? Yeah, but then I think about the parent side of it. And no, then yeah, but then... Because then you get judged about prom dresses. Oh, yeah, you do. Oh, I spent £500 yeah, on prom. Yeah, you do. I, would, I don't agree with that either. <laughs> because I think you can look cool and you don't need a lot of money. You ever seen yeah. Pretty in Pink? <laughs> That's Pretty, going back to me, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the bird from... Um, Molly Ringworld. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's um, married to a Beastie Boy. Oh, she? <laughs> yeah, she's cool. Now, the Beastie yeah, Boys. No, only two. Only one. There's only one. Only one died. Oh, was it? And oh, then, right. um, yeah. So I think you could probably just be like, if you if you've brought your kid up properly, and if you haven't got that much money, and mm. your kid's got a bit savvy, you can you can make them look cool. You don't need, but you. But I still feel like it's an industry thing. Same with Valentine's Day. Oh. Same with um, like you say, Halloween. There's money to be made, and for lo- for local business, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I just I don't. Just, no, you all, you get, all you get in it, you get Halloween and the end of. Love Halloween. Uh, it will start from September now. Yeah. You go to supermarkets and you'll mm. you'll find that bloody prong, that devil's prong, will be stuck somewhere. <laughs> and, and your life gets. We faster. had some really back in the day when my little ones were little, and we mm. put on some good Halloween parties. We enjoyed them. <sighs> you enjoyed it. Don't oh. give it that. We dressed up as uh, Ghostbusters one year and had what those couple we had, sister, brother and sister act. Oh, same, same difference. difference. See, we had fun. <laughs> you might have had. Anyway, <laughs> I couldn't do a prom. I'd end up. I'd end up getting banned. Do you think? Yeah, because they're just annoying. Yeah, I have most most of them around my house half the time. Yeah, sod that. Yeah, so lock, that's all we need. All so we need. I don't lock the alcohol. I put a wax seal on the bottle now, so they can't get to <laughs> with my crest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's that posh, and, she, and she's got her own peregrine falcon. Sat watching it. Just cost me thirty k. Yeah, you know. yeah, it's all right. Drop in the ocean. Um, yeah, I, I, I just Premier League. Too much money. Football's getting boring. They should just. Um... Is there a thing somewhere else where you top? It's topped. Is it? Is there a certain amount of money and then it's capped? No. But isn't there somewhere that they do it? Is it in America? Yeah, America they did it because they went bust. They went bust. Which is why I think they should do it over here. I think each team should be given, say, £30 million a year to spend yeah. on wages. And then that's it. And you can't get any more. The only way you can get any more is from private sponsorship. Okay. So after people... Which makes sense. Yes. Which I think that's what they should do. I think they should cap the money because it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot yeah. of pressure on a young guy. Yep. And I think maybe cap the wages and then if they're business savvy... Because they need to take that on to when they retire, yeah. Yeah. then they can um, yeah. they can go on and do. They'll have a business brain behind what they're doing. And a lot, a lot of people over here who are paid like fifty, sixty grand a week ain't worth twenty five quid. Oh, yeah, so if they don't like it, go abroad. See if you earn money over there. 
Yeah, but it's bi- like you said, it's business. It's up to them, isn't it? What yeah. they earn. It's, it's you it's can't, horrendous. you can't. And then obviously, I used to get involved with the football here. You did. I did back in the day. Yeah. And um, I remember that's what made me laugh when we were talking about football. And Peter Story <laughs> used to know him quite well because back, 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 back when I used to do property deals, I actually had the mandate to sell the football club on my phone <laughs> because I was taking ah. it to. A chap in London, a buyer, right. that might have bought Portsmouth Football Club ah. when it was for sale. Right. So I had the fo- had the proper full-on mandate in my phone to go and do this. Could, who who was that? Uh, what? Who was the buyer? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. Some Russian. I don't oh. know. Someone. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember details. I was like, <laughs> I can't remember. Well. I, mem- I remember I had the mandate. It was on my phone, and then I remember <laughs> I did the deal. I did the deal. It didn't happen, obviously, because we ended up buying it ourselves, which is marvelous. Yeah. So, you know, the people brought the football club and we had it all went really well. Mm. And um, in between all that happening, I had to change my phone. I was oh. thinking, oh, my God, like I had to wipe my phone because I had the mandate. I put the football club on my phone. It's quite, quite a scary thing to have on yeah. your phone. Well, yeah, I would just imagine there'd be certain quite a few journalists who'd want to pay you to oh, get that I information. Bet. I bet. Yeah. Mm. I was good girl. I don't do anything like that. I, I'll get excited when if someone says to me, oh, this is the... Um, the running order of certain things and I've got it before anybody else oh god I'm yeah like, privileged information yeah I can't, I can't show you quick <laughs> I remember <laughs> once saying to Charlie who is this curfew band they always have I've never seen them <laughs> embargo I can't wait to see embargo they'd be fantastic they're on everything yeah, all my press releases that thick note <laughs> <laughs> so that's my moan anyway money Premier League don't do it I can't understand why. No, I sort um, of get, I'm, I'm on the same length with you there. Yeah. I think so, yeah. I think, but then, you know, I feel, I don't know. Maybe you're seeing business. I'm not. I'm just seeing the rip-off. Yeah. <clears throat> That's all I'm saying. Anyway, yeah. next up. So you want to moan? <laughs> but you look, you look quite happy today, so it's disappointing. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm okay. I'm quite happy to moan along with you with that <laughs> situation. Yeah. No, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay. Then. Right, so listen, what we're going to do with them. Children. We're just going to end up. Oh, yeah, I've got another Keeping one. I've got another one. That's, that's for another, another time. Um, so we're going to do the, uh, Tax the man. Mr. Mr. John Brown, movie Huru. <laughs> <laughs> Taxmen are all right as long as you are played by their rules. Yeah, but. But if you don't. You, my, you moan, my moan this week really is just HMRC, if you're listening. Can you sort your website out, please? <laughs> Make it easier. Make it easier. I'm dyspraxic, dyslexic, useless when it comes to technology. And mm. oh, God, it's just horrible. I spent a day. Just weaving my way through that internet. Yeah. And it all being on hold for them. Yeah. And they're not, and they're not helpful. They're, they're not, not like, helpful. if you want the money, I'll give you the money. I'm quite happy to give you your money. Yeah. Just, make, Just it make it easy for me to pay it. Yeah. That's it. That's all you Boom. Same as insurance. You know, there's certain ways that insurance operate. Yeah. And you go, tricky. They're Just tricky. Make, they're yeah. tricky. I mean, they're all up to rip you off anyway. So yeah. So, think, oh, did you go on holiday and get robbed? Oh, well, I'm sorry, but you took a picture and you're out there. So, I'm not going to actually give yeah. you any money. Yeah. Yeah. It's honestly, Got to be careful. Uh, just a pain in the I always leave a big old lad in the house, you know. <laughs> well, Elliot. Elliot. <laughs> is this someone goes along with him then? Is it? I always put a house yeah. sitter in there because I took too many pictures. So, there's no, no chance. Uh, I'm going to tell you. Uh, health and safety. <laughs> you know, you mentioned about big, big, big lumps and, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Um, when we was at the, the Petersfield show yeah oh god right no this is alright this is quite comical I think I know what you're telling me no you don't oh. the, the guy who um, I might have done I can't remember if I saw you on the Sunday I don't think I told you but anyway he um, something that happened underneath your um... yes the caravan <laughs> how bad's that but this is countryside go on tell him yeah so so a guy come up to us and said uh, can I leave this with you while I set up 
and then it was a, a gun, a shotgun. Loaded. Yeah. Loaded what did shotgun. he need it for? Well, it was the demonstration, what he said about... Was it blanks, so? Yeah, I hope so. Or else I was on the blank to the NatWest the next day. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he just left it and then he just walked off for the rest of the afternoon and left the shotgun. Mm, that's not good. That's but not also yours. across the across That's the not way. your responsibility. No, no, no. Good, picked Especially up. these day and age. Yeah. So so um and across the, the field was the police, Hampshire Constabulary. <laughs> I saw them, <laughs> the pole pole. <laughs> they were from Southampton, a little chap. Oh man, well, what a giggle, you know what I mean? So so um you know, you got your eye on the po- yeah, well, don't worry about crime fighting. Okay, well what about this thing that's stuck down by the front of this caravan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but they're country well. folk. Yeah. Oh, aren't they dressed, didn't they? <laughs> so that's it from us today. Yeah. That's 13. Show 13. Show 13. What we're going to do, we're going to end with uh, John Brown's um, review of Equalizer. Can I just say one more thing? Go on. If you are in the, obviously, if you're not going to cinema to see this film, which is the... Uh, Equalizer. Well, who's in that? Denzel Washington. Oh, oh, it's the second second one? Yeah. Yeah, because I saw that was up in the charts. Yeah. Do you know what's a bit fucking? You know when you go into iTunes and you see what you can download to watch the weekend? Mm-hmm. New and noteworthy. Oh, I hate the word noteworthy. Noteworthy. Oh, it's such a cunty word. I'm glad we bleeped that one out. <laughs> yeah, so um, we watched yeah. Death Wish this oh, yeah, weekend. With, um, Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. Talk about guns and talk about... I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was good. So that's a really good recommendation if you're at home yeah. looking for a film. Yeah. It's not right. a lovey-dovey one, by the way. No, no. Sad story. <laughs> it, it's, oh, it is a sad story, but it's bloody good. Yeah, it's good. Because one of those films, you just switch your brain off and go with it. Yeah, really Mission good Impossible. one. I saw, I saw Mission Impossible. That was really you good. You enjoyed that, yeah. Have you it. watched the Mission Impossible with James Corden flying out the plane with Tom no, Cruise No, you're talking yet? about that. I don't see him. Um, oh, it's right. good. <clears throat> anyway. YouTube it. He's them earning millions and I ain't. Not like, not, <laughs> not like an old You're grudge. very same samey. Yeah. <laughs> and more than me, don't like you. Uh, right, that's it from us. So we'll be back next week. Do you know what we'll talk about next week? Got we have got Amber Tremaine. We oh, have got him. the one and only. Amber Tremaine is a superstar. Yeah. She won one of the first ever TV um, singing shows, which was with Mel B. Yeah. Um, before Simon Cowell came along. So she's it. got amazing story. Oh, she's yeah. got an amazing story. Yeah, she's a lovely girl as well. So we've got Amber yeah. Tremaine. Right, that's it from us. Here's John Brown with the latest movie updates all about the equaliser. ta Bye. Hello, John Brown here with your latest movie update and time now to give my verdict on the legendary Denzel Washington's first ever film sequel of his entire career as he returns to the role of Robert McCall in a bloodthirsty follow-up with plenty of heart, simply titled The Equaliser 2. Denzel is once more reteamed with friend and colleague director Antoine Fuqua to continue the story started in the original 2014 film based on the 80s television series of the same name. Things are changing, Scott. It's a new slate, beginning to feel good. It followed the journey of a lonely ex-mercenary that, to atone for past sins, served at the behest of his country, willingly and without charge or thought of reward, helps out those in need of assistance with situations usually perpetrated by sinister individuals. In The Equaliser 2, we pick up more or less where we left off, with Robert going to great lengths to deliver violent and unflinching justice on the worst of the worst in order to help ordinary, hard-working and decent folks who are in some sort of bind with the scum of the earth. How you doing? I'm the uh, Lyft driver that you called to take home your girlfriend. Not a girlfriend, man. Oh. Credit card was invalid. Come in. There you go. Mm. Pay yourself whatever and uh, give yourself a nice tip. Thank you. You're not going to ask me if she got home okay? 
This is a point where usually I'd uh, give you a chance to do the right thing, but not tonight. Tonight I'm going to need your cameras, cell phones, anything you might have used to record what you did to her. Unsurprisingly, we are treated to more of the same brooding heroism, upscaled by inventive and knuckle-whitening ultraviolence that we are in the first film, except to coin a cliché, this time it's personal. Robert's world is immediately upended by a tragedy that is very close to home, leading him on a path of wanton revenge that this time will bring him face-to-face with his past. The key differences between this and the film's predecessor are the efforts to delve deeper into Robert's history and explore who he is, and indeed, who he was. That and this story, I felt, had more emotional resonance than the first. However, the main overarching plot, if you will, is actually quite thin and, well, to be quite honest, is by the numbers and quite predictable. I won't spoil it, but you'll get the gist fairly quickly. The magic of this film, though, is actually in the subplots or side stories. Whether that be uncovering more about Robert's past or Robert's various visits to those he cares for deeply, all of which are paid off spectacularly. It's the attention to detail in Robert's humanity and the battling of his own demons, to which Denzel performs with grace and brilliance, and where the film really comes to life. Let's go, Miles. This what you want? You want to be a gangster? Everything I ever learned, I took from me. Killing is hard. Death is harder. Man, they spell G-U-N, son. You got a choice. Make a decision. There are also stylishly executed, and in some cases literally set pieces, some great and gritty work from cinematographer Oliver Wood. Harry Gregson-Williams delivers a moody, splashed of melancholy score with the occasional thrust of hero theme, and there are some fine acting turns from a supporting cast that includes Ashton Sanders, Bill Pullman, Melissa Leo, and Pedro Pascal. Essentially more of the same, The Equalizer 2 adds some of the things the first movie was missing, whilst at the same time is missing a little of what made the first movie great. But don't let that put you off, it does deliver on its promise of more of what you came for, and is still a very enjoyable thriller, packed with explosive action, a likeable enough story, and a powerful and at times deeply emotional performance from Denzel. They killed my friend. So I'm going to kill each and every one of them, and the only disappointment is that I only get to do it once. The Equalizer 2 has a 15 certificate and is in cinemas now. I gave it 3 out of 5 stars. That's all from me for now. Until your next movie update, I'm John Brown. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you at the cinema.